0: Let's stand up together one more time. Hold it up and make a confession together. Lift the Bible up and say, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. Oh, I like that. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. do say, I've, I've got an open mind, teachable spirit. Teachable from this, forward, from this moment forward, say, I will never be the same. Say, I will never be the same. Never, never, never. never, never In, Jesus In Jesus' name. Come on, let's give him one more victory shout today. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. How you know it, that God's plan for your future is to change you from the inside out. You're never going to be the same. Amen. If you connect with God's plan, it won't be long till the things you weren't able to do, you will be successfully accomplishing and moving on to newer things. God's got a plan for your life, a hope for your future. God is taking you to a place. Man, it's it's, it's incredible. It's filled with blessing, filled with promise. Don't be afraid to go there. Don't hang out where you've been. You've already been there. Amen. Let's move into the future. Amen. I said, let's move into the future. God wants you to be in a better position at the end of this year than you were at the beginning. God wants you to accomplish things this year that caused you to stumble last year. God wants you to grow, to increase, to experience the blessing. And I say, let's go get her done. Amen. A lot of times we get all hung up on the past and we think about situations that we've come through or got stuck in or made mistakes in. And you know what? God's all about the future. He's not hung up on your past. Your past has not collapsed the power of God. God doesn't look at you and go, can't help you. Sometimes we live as if that's, you know, that's probably God's attitude. You know, I probably have committed so many sins that God couldn't forgive me, or I've made such a mess of this situation that God can't even salvage it, or, 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 you know, that, that's what God's blessing is for other people. No, God's blessing is for you. I said, God's blessing is for you. But you, you don't understand, there's other people in my world who won't let it happen. Oh, that's a lie from the pit. Nothing can stop me from connecting to the promise of God but me, right? And nothing's going to connect me to the promise of God except me. So look at your neighbor and say, get in control. Amen. If God wants me blessed, he'll just have to bless me. You, you ain't ever going to get blessed. You know why? Because God has given you dominion. God has given you authority. We have an enemy that wants us to think that we're victims, but we're not victims. And you need to renew your mind. You're not a victim. You, you, you are not at the mercy of others. No, no. You, you are in authority in your life and in your world. And you have the right to rise up, get in agreement with God, and bring into your current situation The very things that God has promised that are yours. Amen? Nothing, nothing can separate me from the love of God. I think sometimes we limit, you know, when we're talking about the love of God, we limit that to how he feels about us. No, i tell you what, the love of God is the breath that you're breathing. The love of God is the blessing that's coming upon your life. The love of God is the favor and and the increase that you're walking in. What can separate me from the love of God? Neither height, nor depth, nor width, nor breadth, not even any other preacher. Creature, I mean, creature. Uh, nothing nothing can, se- <laughs> nothing can separate me from, from the love of God. Amen? So get connected. Go ahead and get connected to God's love. Amen? Say amen right there. Amen. 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 Thank you. You're making a tape. It's important. I <laughs> want you to open your Bibles, go to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians 5, it says, be an imitator of God. Copy him. Follow his example. If you imitate somebody long enough pretty soon, their character becomes your character. God said, listen, I, I want you to start living the way I live. Think the way I think. Remember, my thoughts are higher than yours. He did, that's not a, that's not something to tell you. Don't try this now. Cause you know, my thoughts are way up here. You can never handle my thoughts, Joe. You, you know, Joe, don't, don't say what I said cause it'll, the power will blow the lips right off the front of your face. No, that's not what God's saying here. God said, I, there's, I got a higher life for you. Matthew 10 says, let go of the low life and connect to the high life. Right? There's a higher life. How do I get there? Follow, follow his example. Be an imitator of God. What would God do? Well, he's God. And you are made in his image. In his likeness. Hello? When, when when God said, you know, when God was creating man, he, he used words to, to make things. Remember, let there be light, poof, the lights came on. When, when, he, when he made man, he you know, man is, is you know, human, humus and man, two words put together. Humus is dirt, man is spirit. You came right out of God. you You came right out of God. God wouldn't look at you and say, be an imitator of God if he hadn't equipped you to successfully accomplish that commandment. And you'll notice here, it says, therefore, be imitators of God. That's not really a suggestion. That's not really a suggestion. That, this is the word of God saying, you stop living your way, live my way. Hello, somebody. Being, how would God handle your spouse? I'll tell you how he handled it. I'll tell you. No, no, no. no. How, would God, how, how, how would God respond to your coworker? He tells you in verse 2, look at verse 2. Walk in love. Walk in love. Do what's best for others, even at your own expense. That's what that love walk is. Okay, Living a life that's, that's producing what's best for others, even at your own expense. Lust is getting everybody to do what's best for you, even if it costs them everything. But love is doing what's better for others, even at your own expense. Well, why would I do that? Well, because that's what God's done. You're an imitator of God. You're gonna, you're gonna do what's better for other people, even at your own expense. Knowing that when you do that, God's gonna come in, He's gonna cover everything for you, He's gonna take care of you, He's gonna bless you, He's gonna increase you, He's gonna, He's gonna make sure that you come out the winner. You know, so we're so afraid that we're gonna lose something if we do what God said. No, 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 no. See, it's really a trust issue. When you do what He said, He will produce what He promised every single time. The reason you haven't got peace in your house isn't because somebody that lives with you is out of control. No, it's because you haven't done what God's told you to do yet. He said, in Isaiah, my people shall dwell in a peaceful habitation. Well, gentlemen, if you loved your wife the way God told you to, ladies, if you honored your husband the way God told you to, children, if you obeyed your parents like the word of God told you to, what would you have in your house? Well, I'm not going to do it until they, see, there's our mess up. See, we're wanting somebody else to do what's best for me at their expense. No, God said, do what's best for others, even at your own expense. Trust me here and see what happens. Be an imitator of God. Go on down to verse 15. Drop down here. It says, look carefully how you walk. Why? Because this love walk ain't easy. This love walk ain't normal in man's mentality. If you walk the way you think you should walk, you go very easily walk right out of love and over into something else. Come on. Uh, You know, you'll find yourself not standing in love, but you'll be standing in something else. Every once in a while, you got to look down and see what you're standing in. Hello. You know, look behind you, see what you've been tracking. Hello. You know, what have you stepped in? Uh, Husbands and wives, you know, friends, I encourage you this week, uh, every once in a while, call each other up and say, What'd you step in? You sure you're walking, I don't know that that's love. Come on now, let's be an imitator of God. Let, let's be careful how we walk. Let's, if we would do it on purpose, live purposely, you know, accurately. It, you, gotta, you know what, to hit the target of love, you, you got to aim at it. Right. It ain't going to be no mistake. When you love people who are unlovely, you had to be on purpose. God said, come on, you can do this. Well, why do I want to do that? Because it's going to empower you to make a positive difference. And and you realize that you're expecting, well, when other people change, I'll do what God, God's saying, you know what, here, when you do what I told you to, great things are going to happen. Here's a scripture that maybe maybe you haven't really wrapped your brain around yet. God said, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. You realize, I don't have to count on anybody else because I'm trusting God. A lot of times we think that we're we're not going to connect with people because we don't trust people. You're not supposed to trust people. You're supposed to trust God. You're supposed to love people. Hello? How many of you, and you don't have to respond by raising your hand, but how many of you have been let down by people? All of us. How many of us have been let down by God? None of us. Now, we might blame a situation on God. Well, if God really loved me, he wouldn't allow that to happen. That's like the dumbest thing you could ever come up with. I mean, that's just like total separation of, of responsibility. It, it, that'd be like, you're, can you imagine your kids coming to you and saying, well, if you wanted my room clean, you'd clean it? Excuse me? <laughs> you know, what did Bill Cosby tell his kids? He said, I brought you into this world, I can take you out, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't be blaming God on your mess, right? Do what God told you to do. Be careful. If you're not careful, You're going to wander off the trail. You're going to miss the mark, right? Be careful. Let's look carefully then to how we walk. Look at verse 16. Making the most of time. Making the very most of the time. Buying up every opportunity. Buying up. See, see, there it is. It's going to cost you something, right? At your own expense. Doing what's best for others. Make the most of time. The King James says redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. means to buy it back. Hey, something has separated time from you get it back don't don't let that go don't do not let it go get it back okay what is time well how do i get time back we're not talking about 24 hour period we're talking about moments that word time is kairos it means an appointed time the right time an opportunity an opportunity right it is a segment of time that has been impregnated with purpose Every day, there's there's moments that God has anointed, and and we get so busy, so distracted that we miss the moment where we really are anointed to demonstrate the love of God, to show somebody the walk of love through our lifestyle. Yeah, and you know what's awesome about this is that this implies to if God said redeem the time to buy it back, that means that those opportunities that have gone by are not lost. I can I can still I can get my hands on it now. See you, you. You the opportunity. The opportunity isn't over. You have you have you have the ability. to Say you know what? I've missed some opportunities in loving my family the way I should love them. But I'm going to get it back. I've missed some opportunities in demonstrating God at, at work. I, I I really messed some of those things up. But you know what? I'm going to get it back. I'm going to I'm going to buy up that opportunity. I'm going to at my expense. I'm going to admit I was wrong. Some of you guys going, that's a little expensive <laughs> to admit I was wrong. Are you kidding? Maybe, maybe in my prayer closet I'll tell God that, but I ain't telling nobody else that. Well, how about you don't tell them? How about you just get your opportunity back? You know, you're going to be remembered in life by one of two things. One, it's the great things you've done for that individual. Or two, the last stupid thing you did. You know, think about it. I, You know, I was talking to my boys about this the other day. In high school, you know, graduated in 1980. And there's guys there that in my graduating class I have not seen since that day. And, you know, when their name pops in my head, you know what I remember? The last stupid thing they did in high school. You know, I still have them connected to some dumb thing they did in high school. Now, I'm certain that they have probably gone on in life and done some great things. I hope that when my name pops up in their mind... (laughs) Oh, sweet Jesus. (laughs) You you know what? You don't don't need to spend too much time apologizing to people. Just change it. Make it different. Make it better. Redeem the time. Buy it back. Matter of fact, if somebody doesn't know that they should be mad at you, don't tell them. (laughs) Just, Just start living right. Come on, somebody. Buy the opportunity back. Create an opportunity to do good. Position yourself to do what.